0: Welcome to Game Theory and Money. It is uh, conference championship week. Some suggesting that this very well might be the greatest Final Four the NFL ever did see. With Cynthia Freeland, Matt Money Smith here, Bill Smith, my uncle is with us as well. And darn are we excited to have you listening because we got these 20,000 simulations that Cynthia runs in her very special, uniquely tailored to her algorithm, Monte Carlo method, whatever you want to call it, uh, in order to give you a better idea of what she thinks or her model thinks is going to happen. So you sound all smart says. Your fancy foosball, Fred. That's what the street says. Yep. Cynthia puts her ears to the street, and this is what she comes up with. Or I start so, singing
1: before I know you're going to start the pod, and that's embarrassing. That's okay. Yeah.
0: Hey, look, man. Know. It's live. It's the way we do it. <laughs> all right? Sometimes, it, look, we pull back the curtain, let you know what it looks like. How the sausage is made. That's what we're doing here today. Uh, I would ask you to tease something or do a quick pick, but hey, we got two games. So uh, what's the big deal, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we could do one if you want one, but you're going to get all the go. quick picks.
0: All right, so let's go. Uh, do you want to recap the divisional playoff picks? Because you were correct on all four straight up but against the number two of four. Uh, correct. Pats, Eagles, Dallas, so close. So,
1: so close. But so, so far away.
0: And the one that I was wildly off on was the Colts. I think everybody was felt like a lot of people were feeling the Colts, and it got sideways on them in a hurry. And
1: um, hey, well, yeah, zero third down conversions is kind of one way to go with that. Zero heck for of 10. a season, you know. Uh,
0: Andy Luck, a terrible, much like the Chargers. Heck of a season, Chargers. Terrible divisional round. Heck of a season, Andrew Luck could not have looked worse in the divisional round and look it's a reminder and and we become prisoners of the moment all the time right uh teams that get a bye and have a home game decided advantage i mean incredible advantage over the wild card team that has already been on the road one week and then had to -to back-to-back it while the other team was just kind of kicking back and playing Fortnite. and uh, i think we saw that in the domination of those two games particular
1: i think i I would agree with you
0: all right cynthia you ready i'm ready All right, here we go, NFC Championship, Rams at Saints, 3.5, total 57, and your model says what?
1: My model says the Saints win 56.4% of the simulations. The score I have, you ready for it? It's even surprised me me. 30 to 26. Okay. That's four.
0: That's four, and that's... Show is. Look, I've been doing this long enough to know what your model does. It's typically... Pretty close because I'm guessing the folks that make these numbers are doing a very similar thing to what you're doing, Cynthia, and that's why the numbers are what they are. So really not a surprise that you tend to be right around a half to a point and a half.
1: Especially with something with only 56.4. Is. I thought the number was going to be closer with Sheldon Rank. It's Like when I was thinking about it prior to input, this is how you know it's not biased, right? Because I... I I legitimately, when I was running, I was like, oh no, all season long, I've been hyping the Saints. Oh no. Uh, And then it came out. I was like, okay, we're still in it. We're still in it, fam. We're good. Your
0: your (laughs) preseason prediction of Saints v. Chiefs, and we'll find out what the model says about Chiefs v. Patriots in a minute, but uh, it still holds. Uh, yeah. So why? Why does your model like the Saints? What uh, what jumped out at you? Well,
1: before we start that, I want you talked about that fifty-seven is a key point total. I have fewer than fifty-seven points scored in okay. this game in almost sixty percent of the simulations. Which of all the things that are you know the the way things come out in in these championship weekends with such close games, that's the highest rated thing. The highest. Okay, that's per- interesting, right?
0: To me, because you ha- have a head-to-head from yeah. this season, and you have a head-to-head. Where the total was 80. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. It was 80. Yep, heard of it. As in 80, not 18. I know. 80. Yep. I don't know if your big brain without your model and your numbers that you can punch in can wrap your head around this, but that's 23 points more than the total number. 23 as in three touchdowns. Like two my of them age, with a two- pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> two of them with a two-point <laughs> conversion more that's how big that number was so yeah. how does that i mean you know to stop being a smart ass no. how does the model reconcile pointing to a lower total when you have an 80 burger that you would i would assume Consider to be a pretty decent chunk of what you want to look at when you're trying to figure out what's going to happen in this game.
1: Yeah, so I do look at the, the things that are going to happen in this game and look for the differences. I mean, there are some blaring differences. We we already touched on Sheldon Rankins, Rankins not playing in this matchup, but in the first matchup, there was no keep to leave, and that's a big difference maker for the Rams defense. You also have CJ Anderson who has. Kind of changed the configuration and the offensive structure of this team. We used to before he joined the team. They were running 11 personnel with three three wide receivers. Wow, I can't talk today. Three wide receivers, 96.6% of the time. Now they're running 12 personnel using heavier sets, like something like 28.5% of the time. So you have to factor in changes. You also have to factor in what we've seen. The 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 Saints and Rams O lines have both intermittently been kind of hurt, banged up. We're not really sure if they're going to be able to protect each other the same way we saw in this first matchup. So, I mean, you know, we, we talked about all of this in the previous weeks, but the Saints O-line looked good last week. But, you know, we're not sure, right? We're, we're not sure if they're completely healthy yet. And that Larry Warford versus Aaron Donald matchup is going to be really key on one side of the ball. And then the other side of the ball, I mean, Cam Jordan is rushing from the side, and Jared Goff hangs onto the ball for a decent amount of time. So there's there's some, some increased defensive efficiency and also – you know, I'll give it to the Rams, and I don't want to, but their run defense looks pretty good against Ezekiel Elliott, holding them to only 50 yards total rushing against the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like to compliment Ndamukong su but well, I will.
0: You know what? That's it. That's why you write a check for $14.5 million. That fourth-and-one play was worth 14 and a half. As crazy as it sounds, one play. Play of the game, a fourth-and-one Dallas goes down. They score that touchdown. They convert, and that game's tied. And I do believe that Jared Goff and the wheels fall off. I just do. I think they played so well, and to see that slip away when they look to be the far superior team, very well could have cost them the season. And Consume had the play of the game. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. that simple. And I said I
1: don't like it, you, but I'm I know going you don't. To do That's, why I, you do that's why I did it because I'm unbiased. You can do it. Right.
0: that's why I did it. So that was uh, that was worth the fourteen and a half million bucks right there. Whether or not that holds this week, um, you know, I I know that I know you hate it, but. Um, <laughs> And, and and I don't and I'm not pointing to it like like it's a giant trend home road splits but look that Jared Goff to me just he's just not the same guy he's not the same guy away from home I think he can get rattled I think the the moment can get to him and um, I I think that that's I don't know how you quantify it um, because every opponent's different every stadium's different every game's different, right it's 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 hard to say oh he's terrible on the road but where where did he play did he have games. At Pittsburgh and at Baltimore and at Green Bay and at, you know, the, you, you never know. But it just, if you've watched the the Rams this year, if he gets moved off his spot and when he goes on the road, he's just, he's a different dude.
1: I also think you saw this in the Eagles game big time. You saw all of their, like the Saints offense got helped out by some untimely defensive penalties that were just not paying attention like you know a hold because they weren't quite ready they were a little caught off guard it was potentially something with the noise I mean these are just things we hadn't seen the Eagles defense do in in previous games or recent games so you saw some you saw some of the fact of like how loud it is in the dome you, you did see that play out with increased penalties last week so those are the type of things where Goff's still a young quarterback I know there's like he's had some really big wins and this playoff win is a big deal to avenge like losing to Atlanta last season but you know he's still young, and this is a hard environment to play in. So you could get some of those pre-snap things, especially. You know they they use they use motion, they use things that are a little tricky. So those things could get confused in there. So that that is something to look for. Is you know especially if you get in third and long situations, that could be a really that could be tough on Jared Goff.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess the one the the one thing, and it's a pretty big thing to point to, is that when he was there in the regular season, you know he they, they got. They got into a hole and he climbed out of it and he had a great game. I mean, Jared, both of, that's, what's funny, right? Is we're kind of talking about ah, Jared Goff on the road, a little shaky. Yeah. i, pressure I, came I to, like actually he had a less, great game.
1: I'm actually less anti goffer I don't blame Goff as much as I blame. Well, two things. One, when you run the same formations all the time, eventually a good defensive coordinator is going to catch up to you. And Chicago, like, Vic Fangio got a head coaching job for a reason. This guy was amazing at scouting and figuring out ways to just crush the pressure from every direction on the defensive front. So, I'm not blaming Goff in much of that. like I think of that Chicago game as the one where like is Jared Goff really not that good? Is he like you know, whatever, yeah. whatever I that think was the back-to-back, back,
0: right? It was the fact he wasn't good against yeah. the Lions, wasn't good against the Bears, wasn't good against the Eagles for a really good chunk of that game. And I think that's just, and because it was so recent, right? It was in the yeah, final quarter I, of season. Yeah, I just season. don't,
1: I think it's, I I also just. I think just, that's
0: fair. It's yeah, not Maybe, really I, maybe I'll bad, retract right? my statement already. Like, I,
1: no, you don't have to retract it, but it's just more, I'm just more worried about, like, look, when, when he has time behind Andrew Whitworth, Look, there are some stats that pointed Goff being good at quick passes, those thrown under 2.5 seconds. But he just doesn't do them very often. He's more of like a three-second kind of guy. And that Andrew Whitworth left tackle being healthy, and all like the whole line is a really big deal. It just it just is his his line is Well, that's the a thing is Havenstein's been
0: terrible, you yeah. know, and he was good yeah. against the Cowboys. He was. And good. Look at the difference, right. you know, and, and that's because they ran right. Out. I mean, look, that's what they want to do. They we can talk about the fly sweep. They want to run outside zone. And everything of runs off of outside zone. And that has all year. I mean, we get excited about the big plays, but the big plays come off the outside zone runs of Todd Gurley. Uh, and now you have inside zone with C.J. Anderson, who's run in that offense in Denver forever anyway. So he's comfortable. It's like, hey, what are you doing? We're running inside zone. Great. I, I know what to do. It's, it's not hard. Um, and that's why when you look at that game, you know, you had Gurley rush for over. I'm look. I'm looking at the box score now. Rush yep. for over five yards per carry. Yep. Uh, you had Kamara running for over four yards per carry. And oh, what do you know? Drew Brees threw for four touchdowns and a passer rating of 137 and 350. And Jared Goff threw for 391 and three. So because their running games worked.
1: The the thing about the running game working and the reason that the reason that my score is low going back to the, your initial question is because that running game like slows down the pace and keeps the scoring from getting out of control. So just so you know, like that's where that comes in, right? Sure. Like that like that
0: you think that will be more of a cowboy. They want it to look more like the cowboys, less like the Chiefs. Right. Is is what the Rams are looking for.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I do want to. I actually spent a lot of time figuring out how to navigate Sheldon Rankin's being gone, especially after we saw a billion aka like 250 rushing yards out of the Rams last week and like the dual purpose use with CJ Anderson and with Todd Gurley and like how the two of them created confusion and they just kind of changed the looks for them and Sheldon Rankins is he's a big loss like he's like a I mean Steelers fans avert your ears right like that tackle on Juju Smith-Schuster that caused the forced fumble to essentially save home field advantage for the Saints this season like that's a three hundred pound gigantic dude Take like move. turning around in space. I also went to B C, right? And there's a Louisville game that I remember it was a bowl game. He also stole Boston College souls in a game in a in a move very similar to that. It's a lot of that. souls. A lot college. Of so- That's
0: ba- a lot of souls to be stealing now. Yeah.
1: Boston College. You That's know?
0: like Ursula over the sea, stealing <laughs> all them souls, keeping them for herself.
1: Right. He has a little jar of souls, I've heard. I, there you go. It's not confirmed. It's just Poor. source told me.
0: Unfortunate, right? Souls. So
1: that is going to be a problem, and that then the fact that if if the Saints' defense doesn't come off looking strong, especially against the run in the beginning of the game, they got to force Jared Goff into more obvious passing downs and they got to make sure that EI Apple who is a liability they've got to make sure that they have him in the situation that works for him. meaning things in front of him he's he's got to stay like with his guy he's got to be put in the corner where he has a chance to succeed so that's that's the things that the the model is saying that they will successfully the Saints will successfully be more like we saw during the regular season when they ranked second against the run and yes I know nobody ran on them when they were playing with a lead I get it but it, they still only allowed 3.6 yards per rush which is ridiculous so that's a huge deal so the model believes in the fact that the other elite players like Tomario Davis, Cam Jordan, all of these guys in their front are going to be able to recreate some of the efficiency from Sheldon Rankin's or more they're not going to lose too much of that efficiency in the run game that's what the model says okay i have model very strong thoughts about Sheldon Rankin's though
0: i've probably clearly he's like I've a point guard in basketball
1: he's like a good he's a good assist guy
0: this, I mean, I think the Rams are the better team. I just, I think they're the better team. Are you going to
1: try to woo me with Talib shutting down Michael Thomas because I might believe that? No,
0: oh, Talib is okay. not going to shut down Michael. You
1: don't Thomas. think
0: so? As much as I like Akib Talib, that is not the answer to show, how do we shut down? <laughs> Ma- oh, let's just get a thirty-two-year-old guy that missed half the season out here. It'll be fine. Are um, they going to try to
1: blitz Drew Brees? Because that's not good. They're not going to. That's they're They have the good, worst passer rating on uh, blitzes and Brees is, Yeah, I mean, you know, look, they didn't work darn last time. Good.
0: Right, the guy had right. freaking thirty-five points by the time you blinked in that game. Uh, I think I think they had thirty-five in the first half. If I remember right. Um, God, this is a tough one. What are you gonna it do? Are just, you relying
1: on Breeze being under pressure because he does have the third largest drop-off when under pressure? Well, that's especially like when the pressure comes right points. up the middle. Right, you know, so that's exactly. The, that's the
0: difference. It's not edge pressure. It's straight up the gut. With Aaron Donald, but they're going to triple team him. I mean, they will not let that guy beat him. If they get beat by Dante Fowler off the edge or Littleton or off the Abelcom edge is going to be a problem. Like that, that's, then fine, yeah. It, you know that they will not. I promise you, it will be a double or a triple team on Aaron Donald every snap, and it'll be up to the other guys uh, to do it. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that Marcus Peters blows it. That he'll just bite on a double move, and that'll I thought you a were cheering the
1: for the Rams, or I thought you thought the Rams were going to win.
0: I do, but then the more I think about it,
1: <laughs>
0: I feel like that's—I I don't like the fact that that guy got absolutely torched the entire regular. The, but doesn't that he want to like game. have gumbo with exactly? Sean Payton and you want to spout what? off? It's like, eh. You know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go bat. I'm gonna go battitude. I'm gonna go Marcus <laughs> Peters Batitude is why I'm taking the uh, the Saints. I'm with you. And a reminder: you can stream every NFL playoff game live on your mobile or tablet through the NFL app or through the Yahoo Sports. Map. All right, good to know. Patriots and Chiefs, Arctic blast. Oh boy! Chiefs are uh, the numbers three. Chiefs three, total fifty-five. What do you got? I
1: have the Chiefs winning in fifty-nine point six percent of the sims. The score I have. Wait for it. One, two, four points again. Thirty-one
0: twenty-seven. <laughs> mm. I think you <laughs> blow
1: them out. I think it's funny. You know, think, you know what? Everybody. I think it's Chiefs in a route. Everybody. Believes strongly that the Rams are going to win, and very few people believe that the Chiefs are going to. I'm surprised really? that the like it's the Rams are like by far who people are voting. If you know what I mean, they're voting for the Rams, and then after that, the numbers been voted on, and it's kind of become made it closer. But people don't people there's maybe there's just a lot That's of Patriots fans that are. I mean, I voting. look at the
0: speed on the Chiefs, and I'm like, how are you going to keep up with that?
1: Well, if you I'll, try, what then world? what?
0: Not – what's that? And
1: if you try to keep up with it, then what exactly. will crush you in the middle with Travis Kelsey?
0: Like, I just – to me, it's such a – I just look at it and I see, like, it's a bad matchup for the Pats. And people can say, oh, you're just all butthurt because they humiliated the Chargers. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you, I think it's just a bad matchup. Like, you did know, you I think the, if hurt. the Pats – Yeah. <laughs> if the Pats could have chosen, do you want the Chargers or do you want the Ravens, I think they would have taken the Chargers. I don't think they wanted anything to do with Lamar Jackson coming up there and that defense – you know, I think it's the same way. If the Chiefs had a chance to choose between the Pats and the Chargers, I'm guessing they would say, give me the Pats. You know, that's because, look, what's the one thing they do really, really well? Rush the passer. You know, I mean, that's the one thing they can, because they can get it from both edges and up the middle. So if you're Brady, and that was one thing the Chargers just could not do. Um, and a lot and they of that also could not the stop defense it. <laughs> they were playing. No, I mean, they were playing that cover three defense and just cushion. Hey, Tom, get rid of the ball. Well, Joey, uh, your corners are giving me nine yards of cushion. So, I can pretty much get rid of it right after I take the snap because there's no one within a first down from them. So, it's, sorry. Uh, maybe maybe we'll we'll see what happens in the fourth quarter. If you guys make an adjustment. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if something happens there. But uh, in the meantime, I'm I actually be... thought we
1: were going to see Brian Hoyer. I don't mean to be mean at yeah. all, but I thought we might have a Hoyer sighting. Because if they were me, I would have put Brian Hoyer in in the fourth just quarter. Just to be safe.
0: Yeah, yes. I don't want him getting a helmet in the middle of his back from one of those guys. Or maybe they just said, well, none no. of those guys are ever going to get there. So, it was uh, – but but I think what I'm getting at is, uh, I just it, it, it to me looks like a bad matchup on on paper. I don't know who I don't know who keeps up with Tyree Kill, and if you do, Sammy Watkins, and if you do, Travis Kelsey, and the Andy Reid can play the Patriots game as well. He can screen you to death with Damian Williams, uh, all game long. If you're gonna you know what I, so if you're gonna play off those guys, which you can't afford to do, then well all right here you go. Guess what, guess what, Bill and Josh? I'm going to do what you do. And I'm just going to dump off. Because they did that to the Chargers when they played that cover three. They were like, okay, Damian Williams, Damian Williams, Damian Williams. He had a monster game. Mm-hmm.
1: So the mm-hmm. first thing you brought up was the Arctic Blast. And Arctic Blast. Arctic Blast. Guess how many games between. Don't look in the Google Doc, okay? You little I'm sneak. Not. Okay. Between 2000 need sneak?
0: <laughs> it's the guide to our podcast. I have to look <laughs> at it. I'm not sneaking.
1: Unsneak right now. Okay. So just for this moment, look away. Okay. Avert your eyes. Okay. Since two thousand three, so you got fifteen years there. How many games have been played? Thanks for
0: that, math genius.
1: You're welcome. How many games have been played between fifteen and twenty five degrees? Guess.
0: In the last fifteen, well, I guess technically, if this is nineteen, it would be the last sixteen postseasons, right? <laughs> uh, how many teams between? How many games between fifteen and twenty five degrees? Uh huh. This is postseason games.
1: No, just any games in the entire oh, season. Oh God.
0: I don't know. Uh twenty five. Ninety eight.
1: Ninety eight, huh? Yeah. So like six a year, six, seven a year, right? Which means it's not that crazy. So we have enough of a like a we kinda know what's going on. The way bigger deal is wind. The but way Cynthia, bigger
0: climate change, what's the trend? Uh, <laughs> what actually... if we had the last three years? Don't Pat Mahomes it. may not know about that. Don't he may not know what it's actually... like to play in cold weather, it right? She's been less. <laughs> it has been, huh?
1: Yeah. See? So the only thing that matters is really wind in these and then like excessive precipitation so you're like the precipitation stuff i'm not as worried about the wind could be a factor so keep an eye on that but just because it's cold doesn't matter that it's not that it doesn't matter It doesn't matter that much
0: no it doesn't i mean that's i had that exact conversation on the field when it was 20 degrees at foxborough and everybody said exactly what you just said which is as long as there's no as long as it's not wet and as long as it's not windy doesn't matter. We get used to the temperature within the first five minutes of the game. And it some does please, not.
1: yeah, some people wear wetsuits. However, some people do like other stuff, but
0: they will tell you um, the one thing. And, and guess what? If it's an Arctic blast and there's all that snow, it's not going to be five degrees because it doesn't snow. No, five it degrees. doesn't it's exactly. It's going to be thirties. It'll be in the this low thirties. This is what people the from the 20s.
1: Midwest have to bring to this because exactly. people don't understand. It can be too cold to snow, and that so sucks the, when it's the cold. the one thing that when <laughs> it is
0: extremely cold, and this is where it could come into play. Receivers will tell you if you've got a quarterback with a hose, that can be a problem. If they don't know how to take a little something off, that it is harder to catch that ball. The ball gets a little bit harder, and if it's coming with some zip, uh, a it can hurt. B it can break a finger. Um, because absolutely, that's, that's the one adjustment that you have to. Make, but it's not going to be that cold. So. No, it's
1: not cold enough for that. No, it's. I don't. I mean, I don't think it's cold enough. Uh, well, I don't know.
0: Let's look it up. What do we think? The, what do we think the temperature is going to be?
1: Twenty-two.
0: Twenty-two. That's All what right, I have. Let's get a look right now. can now? Are you cheating?
1: Oh, I looked at it before we just before we started.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you cheated? Or did, Is it? Did you cheating? look at Kansas City, Missouri? Or did you look at Kansas City, Kansas?
1: I looked at the Arrowhead Stadium.
0: Yeah. Right now, Sunday, twenty-three.
1: Okay. Well, 22, 23 my, my my. I. That's I exactly.
0: Can... I can tell you right now. That's exactly what the Patriots and and Chargers played in out at Foxborough, and it certainly did not look like it affected one offense. At all, as a matter of fact, because they were able to throw it around to the tune of about 400 yards. So uh, there you go. So the,
1: you you talk about quarterbacks. So let's start there, yeah, right? Let's start. So you, I mean, look when we when we talk about Brady, we talk about Mahomes. It's just two different styles, right? Like they both they they both have a little
0: bit, <laughs> just,
1: just a little, a little bit. bit. They both have some, like good pressure they both have some good pressure stats this season in fact like you know they Mahomes 12 touchdown passes under pressure which is 3 more than Tom Brady is 9 that's second most like first and second most so they both been good under pressure it's really when you when you boil it down and you saw it in this Colts game it probably is is likely to come down to those first two offensive drives for the Pats if the defense can pressure Tom Brady, just like we saw them do with the Colts, and limit their ability to score in those first two drives specifically, then that like really favors the Chiefs' ability to game plan and keep it manageable. Not saying Tom Brady can't mount a comeback in this situation, but it's more how many points will he have to overcome in this one. So for me, the thing that's the thing that's key are those first two defensive drives for the Chiefs. Now we saw Eric Berry practice today, but I don't know if he's – even if he's playing, it's likely to assume he's not 100%. And safety play, especially in the red zone, we didn't really get to see it last game. We spent so much time talking about it on the pod. But they didn't really get in the red zone. So really hard to see how their safety play in the red zone was going to work out. But they still have the league's regular season 31st ranked red zone touchdown defense. And when you look to see, safety play has been the reason for that. And that – like they have like – oh and, second highest completion percentage allowed in the red zone. If you look to see, you know, g- between Gronk, between, you know, James White, who I think the Patriots have like saved for the playoffs. <laughs> He's the little playoff snack. And then oh, Julian Edelman. 15
0: receptions in a game? What's the big deal?
1: That's all? That's all yeah. had? The one, the oh, one thing okay. I'll
0: tell you real quick on the safeties and just that secondary, which has been solid all year. Uh, and it's, it's just kind of one of the many head scratchers coming out of that Charger Patriots game and what they were doing. But, um, I saw a stat at the end. Uh, actually, no, I think Warren Sharp posted it. Uh, when, because we were watching it the whole game, and we we're like, why are they not attacking the outside more? You've got J.C. Jackson on Mike Williams. Uh, you've got Keenan Allen, who absolutely dusted Stephon Gilmore on that double move for the touchdown to start the game. When Phillip Rivers targeted his outside wide receivers on first down... Uh, the average completion was 19 yards with a passer rating of 158.3. The five times they decided to run it on first down, they rushed for 1.8 yards per carry. It was wild that they did not go after that, and you know when you think about those outside weapons, if Sammy Watkins is healthy and he's got Tyreek Hill on one side and Sammy on the other, holy God. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking about when I'm talking this thing could really get away from them in a hurry.
1: Well, what really solidifies it for me is, you know, the, the the problem is is if you try to so when I use a computer vision on the Patriots defense, what I notice is they are not the Patriots defense, but on the, the defenses who face the Chiefs, they have they spread them out a lot more often. Like it actually like equates to yards. So they're the most spread out because defenses are forced to contend with perimeter speed from Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, you name it who they put outside, then you have to so you have to to honor that, then you have to keep someone on Travis Kelsey, and in this case, it's probably Devin McCourty, which is a huge m- mismatch in favor of Travis Kelsey. And then, oh by the way, you got Damian Williams exactly in that screen game you talked about. And then, oh, Patrick Mahomes—he could rush the ball too. So. The, the the spread defense, the, the space that they take up, you're totally right because there are some stats that will show that actually the Patriots have been like really good against deep passes and they've been targeted the highest rate, like 15.1% of their attempts, highest rate in the NFL, and they have the lowest completion percentage on them. But that's because those are more obvious passing situations where they don't have to honor all of the different potential dynamic things that are going on in this one. So taking away the deep play plus Accounting for Travis Kelsey, that's going to be a lot. Like you saw it in the first game, Tyreek Hill had a bajillion yards in that game and three receiving, three receiving touchdowns. Right, so that was ridiculous. And then Travis Kelsey had sixty-one yards but no touchdown. So they kind of picked one over the other. And Hill, <laughs> but for that turnover in that game that really solidified it in favor of the Patriots, like that could have been a different outcome easily. Right. So. Andy.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I and also just kind of the 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 one interesting thing about that game, right? The regular season game, and I forgot to bring that up uh, and ask you about that, just like I did the the Saints and Rams game, but and it's something that I saw, uh, you know, in that division or well, what? Heck, everybody saw it. The, what they have found with this James Devlin, Sony Michelle, just kind of jumbo package, two tight ends, Dwayne mm-hmm. Allen, Rob Gronkowski was a freaking wrecking ball. I
1: think we uh, mentioned that when you've that. got
0: Devlin. And Gronk and Dwayne Allen, who was blocking his tail off, and now you've got that big back in Sony Michelle. Their power run game was impressive. And that's, remember, that's how they got that game started. It was a ton of Sony Michelle with James Devlin, with Gronk blocking. So if they can get on that, especially if it ends up being an Arctic blast and it's a giant snow game, but remember, they got them coils in the field, which is cheating over there at Arrowhead. There are no more snow games out there. But. If they can get on that kick and now you win that time of possession battle, then maybe they've got something. But I don't think this is going to be your Tom Brady, Julian Edelman uh, game. This is going to have to be that Sony Michelle three-touchdown game if they're going to have a chance because, again, it's going to be time of possession and power running.
1: See, I think it's like the get some sneaky plays in with like a James White and the reds. like like I said, talk about targeting that red zone defense and those lack of safeties for the Chiefs do it with like a James White in those in that situation, run up a lead and then use Sony Michelle to run the clock. Like that would be the way to. See, I don't think they'll run up a lead them.
0: though. You know what? Like I don't it no, doesn't no. seem establish like they'll establish a defense. lead and
1: then ru- and then and then control the clock. Because right. because they'll be able they'll be able to control like they the the Chiefs haven't been good on defense all season, right? Like what we saw last game was an anomaly in the other direction. 0 yeah, Andrew percent. Luck is just terrible. Well, I, like, think about that the game. The pressures right? were really good. And then think after about that, that, Andrew game, Luck couldn't come back.
0: So they had – you've got Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri misses Vinatieri. the shortest field goal of his career. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, misses the shortest field goal <laughs> of his career. He misses an extra point. Andrew Luck is routinely – like, even when he wasn't under great pressure, just dirtballing. I mean, he is throwing those balls at the feet of his receivers. He looked – he just looked like he was rushed. He wasn't taking time to make his way through his progressions, and they still had a chance. Mm-hmm. And, like, yet they still threw how bad they were, and they were terrible. They still had a chance. And that's – I guess that's kind of where I'm trying to figure out what to make of Pat Mahomes, who very much like we talked about with Drew Brees, hasn't quite been, you know, these last couple games have kind of gotten away from him a little bit. You know, it hasn't quite been the guy. That uh, that we were used to seeing for the first 13. I don't know what am I talking about. I now I'm trying to talk myself out of the Patriots thing because I'm reminding myself about how good Sony Michelle was in that first matchup with them with that power run game. But no, they're
1: save so, me, so Cynthia. Start talking. So here's give here's how I give me more of your I, good
0: stats because mine are junk.
1: Well, when you look at like. These two teams both do something kind of counterintuitive to the rest of the league. They both play man coverage a lot more often than the, the average NFL team. I think they rank, what, second and fourth, first, like, top five. Both are in the top five in terms of percentage of man defense that they played the, through the course of the season. The problem is, is if you try to do that to Patrick Mahomes, he'll use a slot receiver and crush you, or he'll beat you over the top with Tyreek Hill. It's big plays in this one that is really the, the the reason for my model picking the Chiefs. The the Patriots have kind of sneaky given up like they're what? 118 big plays are number six. They're tied for number six most big plays given up. Patrick Holmes himself has 76 completions of 20-plus. That's the it's most crazy. in the NFL. And obviously, like we the already knew. Ridiculous. Yeah, Kansas City already gives up the most big plays. So all they have to do is have a few key stops, and they're really setting themselves up for They don't need that complimentary every down, sort of your third down percentage is good on offense, and my third down percentage on defense is good too. They can. They just need a few possessions different like where they can hold Tom Brady in order to to kind of overcome that right so for me it's all about it's those big plays it's the fact that they use man, and like if you try to use man, good luck. See you later with perimeter speed. If you try to use zone, uh, we'll just use Tyreek Hill in the seam. Like the, we saw them do that. It was a 76 yard touchdown in the first time, 75 yard touchdown in that on that seam route and zone coverage in the first matchup. So that's the thing where it's not fair to only look at, well, it's not fair for the Chiefs to only look at kind of one configuration of defense and be like, well, they're good in man, and they play a lot of man, that's good in this, and what, you know, you have to add it up in context because it is truly that Bread and the and the fact that they have so many different options that gives them the edge in the model. And again, it's a it's a four point game. It's not like I'm saying it's going to be a total blowout. Yes, yeah, I am.
0: <laughs> I am. But I, then you just, almost I, pick
1: the Chiefs. No, well, <laughs> or I, then you almost pick the Patriots. <laughs> well, I just mentioned that power
0: run game. But no. I think the more the more I look at it, and, and I guess the, the reason why I don't, you know, like the. the and people come at you with stats. Oh, well, look at his rating and stuff. I was like, man, if you watch that game against the Colts, he was missing guys that were wide open. Yep. He, it, was, it was not a great game for him. You can, you can show me all the cool submarine throws and look at the no-look pass and see how he whips it around this corner. Okay, well, here's five throws where he's got a clean pocket and he's got a guy on the outside and he's whipping it over his head by three yards. And it just seemed like there have been more of those As of late than we saw. And I think that's kind of what happens, right? When you got a guy that's that's a sports center highlight and a highlight real dude.
1: Yeah, sports center highlight. You don't want any of those. Just kidding. But but you know what
0: I mean? Like you don't pay (laughs) attention to the oh, by the way, here's the here's the five throws, Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Like the Lamar Jackson. Like here's a guy who can't throw to the outside. He just he can't do it. So okay, great. That's a beautiful seventeen yard run uh that included thirty yards of running east and west to get there. But here's I guess here's the warts and
1: yeah, but getting... but just because. But again, the Colts I don't think there. I don't think there's enough of well, them. Just because the Colts offense didn't play well, well, didn't mean that the Colts defense wasn't playing well. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you were seeing uh, Patrick Mahomes versus even an average defense, right? This is a well above. It was a a well above average defense. So I don't, and I know we were looking at the Colts offense, and you're kind of like, man, they cannot, like, they can't stay on the field, but their defense. They were playing pretty well. It was okay. Well, I mean, right? it, it started slow.
0: Like, Their defense started slow, and they they well adjusted everybody in the starts slow half.
1: to the. It's it's yeah. hard to start fast against <laughs> against the Chiefs. Exactly. Right. Well, no, I mean
0: they just got torched in that right. the first couple possessions, and then they settled in. And, yeah, but and, it's and, not and, you know, like they
1: were playing poorly for the whole game, though. No. I mean, I guess that's my point, right? Yeah. yeah,
0: I I I'm with you. I I hear you. I just I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that the Pats are going to keep up with that speed. But whatever.
1: That's... <laughs> So that's we me. both agree on both. My gosh, what's this role? Do we really? To? I think so. Oh damn. I mean, I feel like, yeah, wow, that's that's. I, I mean, I feel like that's kind of like the mic drop moment. Because but...
0: after my four and wildcard wild card week, I believe I went one and three, if not zero and four. I'm trying to think, uh, what? The, oh no, no, no. I, I think I might have gone zero and four last week. I had the Chargers loss, Cowboys loss, uh, Colts loss, and no, I took the Saints.
1: Okay, perfect. Phew.
0: Loss. <laughs> yeah, 0-4. Way to go. That's I'm the guy way. you want to listen to. <laughs> you want me to change my pick, Cynthia? No, it's about just time to help for you. Out.
1: No, you got all the bad karma out. You're all for the good karma go. now.
0: Hey, I'm 4-4. Four four. Hey, all right, listen, Bill,
1: what did we prayer miss? Prayer candles. Because poor Bill has to like listen, put up with my crap. I know. Grandpa. Bill, why don't you like, what just what...
2: jump in? Yeah. you got to remember, I'm an AM what did radio did we miss? guy. No, no, I've got to You're all good. blank space. I think it's worth going back again. I know we've done this, rehashed her preseason Super Bowl pick a lot, as Saints over Chiefs. And it is still that way 1-2. Now, did it stay that way throughout the entire season? Have there been ebbs and flows where there were other teams that, you know, when Kareem Hunt is no longer on the Chiefs at that point, were the Patriots the favorite in the AFC? Were there times where – Well,
1: actually, I think it was the Chargers, right? Because they were like one the game out of – It was the, when the Chargers were poised to take over the division, that was the time when the Chiefs dropped out of first. And when the Saints were – were potentially facing not having home field advantage. They also, if it wasn't close, it then they then they slightly went under the Rams, and the Bears could have overcome had they had one more, just not one that not lost that one damn game. But whatever, Eagles, you know,
2: absolutely I mean, the double doink, can't get rid the of the double doink, the Cody oh, Parky, that poor guy, now poor guy. with these four,
1: 14- heck
0: with him. How about his kids? you got to go to elementary school in Chicago, and you got the last oh my name God. Parky. Oh, Holy boy. God. <laughs> Cody, you can deal with it. I think he's got a. I – I don't know if he's got kids or not, but if he does, oh, boy. You know what I, I, I mean? you
1: knew something. In Chicago? Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> I'm telling
0: you. Don't be going out for recess, king of the mountain. You're going to wear it. You're going to get your face <laughs> pounded in the snow. And that's mean, but guess what? I grew up on those streets, and I know what it's like out there.
1: I lived in Bridgeport for a little while. We're good.
0: There you go. Um, all right, he's what, very young. Bill, he's only twenty-six. He does not have any children in elementary. You school. You never know.
1: Philip Rivers had like fourteen at that point. He had like several. That children seems like a bit at, of an
0: exaggeration.
1: He had several children when he was drafted. So he may have. He did for sure. He went to NC State. My dad went there. We watched on the draft. We like, the whole thing. You know, he had at least I think two.
0: Sounds about right. Yeah, I believe so, he's got a he daughter who is a
1: junior in high
2: school game. right now. So, there you yes, go. So he's probably See? drafted with at least one.
1: Exactly. There um, go. Bill, what do we miss about any of the games? Because we've gone through this a billion times today.
2: So, one thing to look at I think is interesting is you have the two home teams with the advantage in this game, which means they have the higher percentage to thus go on and win the Super Bowl. If, say, home field were reversed in these games, what sort of adjustments would the model make? Does the model favor each – of the Saints and Chiefs on a neutral field, or mm. is the fact that they have home field still the a big determining factor at this point?
1: For the Saints, it would switch it. I think um, I ran it without, but because I don't, I didn't run it with Sheldon Rankins. I should have done that, but be, the loss of Sheldon Rankins and traveling would have switched it. But I know that for sure because of I ran it just now. But I should have done it with Sheldon Rankins. I'm sorry. Did but,
2: you run it with Sheldon Rankins in New Orleans and then without? That's Sheldon what I mean. If it was, so, how many points difference was the model based on the big defensive? People are gonna going to hate this out?
1: answer because it's not a round number. But the it was about 2.2 points. So it was like it was a slight difference. And remember that's not, not neutral. So it would be it was with I ran it accidentally ran it without Sheldon Rankins in. Los Angeles so I think it was like another one or two points below so like four or five points if but that makes sense. Again
2: just goes to outline how big the run game is for the Huge. Rams this past month it almost seems like Gurley going down may have been a little bit of a blessing in disguise helped them reinvent themselves got out of just 11 personnel diversified their offense and now but even with
0: that 11 Bill I think that they still ran that outside zone I mean, that was still kind of the, the spine of that play you know even with those three receivers you know what I mean like that's and, and, and I guess if you want to talk about, you know, getting out of 11 and, and getting into 12, then I think that's, I don't know if they just decided that Havenstein was too much of a liability on that right side and it was tough to run that way. So Probably let's both. just put an extra tight end over <laughs> there. I think that was maybe just a product of that. Um, I definitely. But that's what's so fascinating about them, right? Is It's mm-hmm. just it, like they're the ultimate, hey, you know what we're doing good luck, here it comes, try to stop it, and the Cowboys couldn't. And I just I love teams that do that, you know, that are like, whatever, we're, g- we're going to run this one play and there's going to be 19 variations of it. Try to try to
2: crack the code. That's my point, though. I think now the defensive coordinators have a little bit extra to think about. There's like, well, what if they, they wrinkle – they've developed these past wrinkles over the past three or four weeks. Like, what's the next wrinkle they may sort of develop in Los Angeles? And I think that little bit of doubt, maybe that little – bit of fear that creeps into the defensive coach's mind may help them down the stretch.
1: And then when I ran it also for Chiefs Patriots at home, um, that one switched. it was still, it was still Chiefs, but it was only by, it's 1.2 points. I know nobody likes the fractional points, but it's a model. So that's how this works.
2: So on a neutral field, the Chiefs are still considered a better team.
1: They're still the considered a 1.2 better team on a neutral, on a, on a neutral field. So in Patriots, they would at mm-hmm. Foxborough, they would have been favored. The, the Patriots would have been favored. Correct. Right. Oh, the Patriots would have been favored. Right. If it would have been at in Foxborough, so home field advantage, big deal. Of this. Now, that's a
0: weird place to play, man. Foxborough's creepy. You Go through those little that little neighborhood, and it's it's winter, oh, I, and oh, it's no I leaves on the trees, and you're whining that you want you know if you get car sick, you're jolting back and forth. The road's bumpy. You feel like they're taking you out to the woods to put you down, like it's. Then <laughs> all of a sudden, hey, it's uh, Gillette Stadium. It's Like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> There was a guy just freaking chopping wood with an axe, you know, and there was a a mini horse running around, and now all of a sudden I'm at a football stadium. Like, it's just – it's crazy. It's a weird – it's just – it's off-putting. You're out in the middle of the woods.
1: It's definitely something. Yeah, Um, yeah, no, it's hard. It's a fun place. I don't know. I've had fun there just because, I don't know, it's fun to go to games there. Oh, I love it. It's one of my
0: favorite stadiums. It's an awesome stadium. But, I mean, I can totally understand why – and you hear it from players a lot. They're like, yeah, there's something weird about that place. Like, yeah – it's it's called the one lane road that it's it li- it's not like some people are like oh it's like Green Bay it's like it's not like Green Bay no not even and Green Bay is, flat. Flat. Green Green Bay is, Bay is also like friendly you
1: walk in you're like oh it's kind of nice here yeah. you know no, this is creepy <laughs> nope definitely not friendly <laughs> you like, don't walk in thinking oh they're friendly I
0: do nice. there, there ain't tools in that shed of yours I don't know what's in it I don't want to know but it ain't tools and I don't like this place I want to get out of here and that's just kind of the vibe you get out there so that doesn't surprise me but look Arrowhead's a, a tough as all heck place to play obviously we know how loud it gets. Um, Anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: Anything else, Bill? I think we're good. Do you have any, like, spicy touchdowns this week between the two games?
1: Ooh. Uh, there. I think my James White one's actually, like, a little spicier. I think everyone thinks it's all Sonny Michelle. You don't think that's spicy?
0: Nah. It's got to be someone. The guy's got the Super Bowl record. He should have been a Super Bowl MVP. Was he the Super Bowl MVP there? He wasn't, right? It was Tom Brady. Correct. That's a load of crap is what that is. Should have been James White.
1: I have a shameless plug for my article. I just wrote a couple Please. of articles. NFL.com slash Freeland. There's like three of them, or two of them up there now. Well, there's one up right now on the 10 most underperforming units in the NFL. Oops, sorry if your team's on it. Not sorry. Two, um, there's one coming out tomorrow that's like the four biggest matchups of these two games. One on each side of the ball. But the 10 the ten most underperforming units one. Uh, here's my tease for it. One, there's a shot at Matt LaFleur, kind of unintentional, but fairly, fairly justified. I mean, justified and fair. Mm -hmm. That's the first one. And then the second one, there's a shot at Jimmy Graham. Sorry. Or actually more Brian Gutekinst for overpaying him.
0: All right. Uh, Next week, you know
1: what we're doing? We're doing an award. We're doing awards. We're making our own basically we're creating our own roster of awards on this pod right here. So you're gonna see who our MVP would be like if we were instead of like pro bowl voting, we're creating like an analytics driven winner for each one. So you okay. gotta think of your like your like fan guy with you know, like the, the, the heart thanks, and soul. No, the thanks fan. A
0: lot fan guy no like hey, like the heart you who's come up the up with heart fan guy so, no i'm gonna come up with these legitimate uh you're the statistical most creative based
1: no you're the no, most creative I, that's person that's fine that's you're the okay, most creative Cynthia. person that i know Don't so i want to hear what you have to me. say there's no patronizing here Don't matt money to smith patronize me matt money smith you know i'd never patronize you I really wouldn't. I, I want to hear your creative, like, because you'd create it, like, it's puns. They're all going to have alliteration. Everything's going to be perfect. And I'm going to be like, damn it. I do grammar and I do, like, I, I don't do grammar and I don't do creative writing. I just do math. And you're, and then yours is going to be, like, wonderful and funny and make people oh, happy. Good, and might be like the math girl again with her models. Hey, I got
0: three words for you. You know what I'm doing? What? Mailing it in. <laughs> That's what my <laughs> awards are going to be. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, We will be back again next week with Cynthia's Statistical Model All-Stars. And then, of course, we'll be back Super Bowl week. Uh, Thanks again. Everyone for uh, downloading, listening. And again, remember, you can stream every NFL playoff game live on your mobile or tablet through the NFL app or on the Yahoo Sports app you can read Cynthia's article at NFL.com Freeland. All of her posts. Thank you to Bill Smith, to Sean Shoppy, to the enemy of fun, the enemy of fun, Mark Brady. And uh, to all of you who download, who listen, who uh, leave us reviews and pass it along through social media, thank you, thank you, thank you. Just a couple more of these to go, a few more, I should say, before uh, the end of the season. And we can't thank you enough for subscribing and, and supporting.